Greetings, Yinzers. I'm Bethany. And I'm Chris. Welcome to Yin's World. Our guest today is professional musician Anne Celedonia, who's a singer-songwriter, pianist, and frontwoman for Anne Eliza, an ambient piano duo with multi-instrumentalist Alex Hurd. She's also a vocalist for the Bachelor Boys Band, who performs weddings and corporate events. She's available for hire for live events. Uh, she recently launched Swim Effect, a lucid mov- music movement. Swim Effect was created out of a need to incorporate sober spaces and support within the music world. I recently had the pleasure of singing backup vocals for Anne when we performed in a Queen tribute show. She sang a hell of a Freddie Mercury, which sealed the deal for me in being a fan of hers. I was really blown away by her, and I think she's one of the most talented musicians in Pittsburgh. Welcome, Anne. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to be here. All the way from... Uh... Oh, Coriopolis. Yeah, from uh, the moon. That's it. <laughs> it's a far drive from, you know, for our, you know, shitty show. Come that far. No. <laughs> it's not a far drive at all. Oh, okay. So, uh, where are you originally from? I'm from the South Hills, Pittsburgh, born and raised. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Yinzer, not. <laughs> Technically by ge- geography. <laughs> And uh, do you have any siblings? I have one. I have a brother who's about six years older than me. Um, yeah, so. Is he into music and stuff too? Or? He is. He plays guitar. Oh. Um, more as a hobby than mm. as a profession, but um, very musical family altogether. Oh, did you yeah? guys, did you guys yeah. have like a, uh, what's that one show? Partridge, Ham- Partridge Family? Partridge Family thing. No. No. Although I have enough cousins <laughs> to probably fill that up, but um. No, I uh, my grandmother sang on the radio. My grandfather played jazz piano. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my cousins all do music. Uh, wow, yeah, that's cool. A lot of musicians. Very yeah. musical my family. Huh? Aunt was a concert pianist before she passed away, and wow. yeah, a lot of music all the time. Yeah. Your parents? Or, uh... Oddly, my parents don't really play music at all. <laughs> my dad really loves talk radio. <laughs> oh, really? My mom loves music. They both love music, but um. No, I didn't. I I think uh, it skipped a generation, maybe, with them. <laughs> landed on me and my brother and the and the cousins. So oh, your dad likes cool. talk radio. Or does he listen to podcasts? I don't know, honestly. Um, I know that he likes car talk. If you remember yeah. that show, mm. <laughs> my parents don't really listen to podcasts. Like I feel like they I don't, don't think get mine it. do either. Yeah, my mom's kind of like, oh, okay, and then she just right. you yeah, know. that's probably yeah, that's probably my parents. Yeah. Like if I sent them a podcast, I don't know if they would know. What to do with it? Yeah, yes. that's, that makes yes. that makes sense. Yeah. I try to get my dad to watch anything that's not on yeah. the TV too, and yeah. he just does not understand. YouTube, how I, I think, is play. like safe. Right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you know, because some podcasts will film or whatever and put them mm-hmm. on. YouTube, yeah, so. yeah, that's a little bit easier to but, uh, comprehend. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I think we should at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We always look so great. I mean, why not put That's it on? That's the reason I, mean, I don't de- want to do it. Why I'm like, deprive then I have the to... people of... What do you mean? This is reality and it's great. <laughs> We're in a really cool, steep-stepped attic. Yeah, this is a cool little studio. It's great. It's cozy, quaint. Agreed. <laughs> it's a nice sunny day in Pittsburgh, which doesn't always happen here. I'm sitting great. in a new spot and the sun is just like hitting me right in the eyeballs. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. All right. 
You do feel like a new person, though, when the sun comes out here. For sure. Yeah, it's like... I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) We seriously, like, had no sun for, like, two weeks, and then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. one day, it was just, like, sun. I'm just like, holy shit, what is that? Yeah, I felt like I lived in the Arctic. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Mm -hmm. Tough times. So, uh, okay, so... And after high school, so in high school, did you uh, perform and stuff and chorus and all that? Oh, yeah, I was in chorus. I was raised like more in the classical world. So Mm -hmm. I studied classical piano and voice from age five through like freshman of college. So I went to Penn State for piano and was like, Mm. I don't want to play classical anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) done. Like, uh, and so I transferred out to Berkeley College of Music and studied oh, wow. voice cool. and music business. And so, no, I didn't grow up in like bands or anything like that at all. I was very like in the practice rooms studying Chopin and uh, Mozart and whatever, Bach and all that stuff. That's and cool. That's like all I knew. So, like, bands is like this cool new world for me mm. as of like five years ago. Like, singing in a wedding wow. band? Yeah. Yeah. So, no musical theater. Um, I studied like musical theater, like voice, like all that stuff. And um, I did like one year of musical and then I ended up in, on the makeup crew for all of our high school musicals, which was really nice. fun. <laughs> we did like Into the Woods and all that makeup was very like intense and just fun. But yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Hmm. That's just very for cool. No reason, I guess at all, really. Just <laughs> sort of how it ended up. Yeah. But I also just wasn't like aware of the band scene yeah because you're just in this little world of were you like constantly you're one of those kids who practice constantly and you played like everything Mm -hmm. like a million times all my free periods at school like because like i don't know how you guys were in in high school like you didn't have to fill up your whole day if once you got to like junior senior so i'd have like Mm -hmm. some free periods and we had practice rooms with pianos and that's what i would do Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would spend like the two hours i had to probably i could have just hung with my friends and i would be yeah, because yeah. I want to go to college for piano, and yeah. so you have know, to that's just really, sort of what I was told yeah, I had to do, I, you know, mm-hmm. which you do. You just sort of live in the practice rooms, but... Did you get any kind of, like, scholarship or anything for that? No, I did not. Oh, I mean, is um, there scholarships for that? I don't even know. For, yeah, like, music yeah. scholarships for that kind of thing, yeah. And uh, they okay. offer scholarships, like, you could do, like, piano performance, music ed, like, mm. stuff like that. So what I, I was going for music ed at Penn State, and... Um, those 8 a.m. classes really filtered out the people who weren't really in love with it, and that was me. <laughs> 8 a.m. theory. I was yeah. like, no, I don't want to do rough. that. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. so did you ever consider, because um, you probably were good enough where you, uh, you know, were in AP music and and maybe better than all the people in that? I don't know. But did you ever consider going to a specific music high school, like... Like Kappa. Yeah, or like another city or something like that. I honestly, I don't really remember. <laughs> I was yeah. taking private piano lessons and I was in choir in high school. But like we didn't have any like, like we had jazz band or like regular band and I would play um, like yeah. vibes, you know, like vibes or Glock or like whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's like a piano, I guess. But we didn't like. We didn't have any other like music courses besides like those just choral kind of things. Stuff. Yeah, okay. I did go to um, I went to Pennsylvania Governor School for the Arts. Oh, nice. Um, for piano, so mm. I did do that in mm-hmm. my junior year, junior summer or whatever. But um, nice. No, yeah, just private lessons. <laughs> cool. Okay. 
So you went from state college in what year? Like, were you, could you, did you do one year or two years at Penn State? I did one year at Penn State, um, 2009, 2010. And I truly believe I was not there to do music. I was there to meet my husband because <laughs> I met him uh-huh. in like April, mm-hmm. like um, three weeks before I was due to like never return. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And we were long distance for three ish years. Damn. While I was in Boston and. So how about you stuff. met him and then th- three months later you had to move three weeks you, oh three weeks yeah oh, wow. I met him in like the spring that April mm-hmm. and um, yeah then I went home and I auditioned for Berkeley and I was like I'm going to Boston and we remained dating for three years long distance he graduated Damn. Penn State while I was in Boston and he's, he was an art teacher for a little while and moved to Connecticut we were, sort of saw each other every few weeks and all that stuff so mm. even though I like didn't do that great at Penn State academically <laughs> <laughs> um and because I just wasn't meant to be there to do all that I was you know you sort of like in hindsight you realize like oh was that a waste of time no I met my husband I hey, learned yeah. I didn't want to do classical music anymore or be a teacher yeah. And uh, so then I went to Berkeley and I was there like straight through for three years or two mm-hmm. and a half, two years, two and a half, studying music business and all that stuff. Nice. I went to yeah. Boston for the first time like a year or so ago. We walked around the Berkeley area and uh seems like a pretty neat place to yeah. go to school. It is the opposite of Happy Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like, really? like you're in, you know, you're just in this... <laughs> State college, like, you're in this world where there's just farmland all around you. I mean, like, that is your world, being at Penn State. Mm. And it's great. It's such a great place. I wasn't the happiest person ever while I was there. I just wasn't meant to be there at the time, necessarily, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be a happy valley person. Mm. But I appreciate my time there. And then doing a 180 to Boston, I mean, you're in the city, you're intertwined in different colleges and different people. And it was really cool. Boston is one of my absolute favorite cities ever. I tried to stay there and live there, but you got to make a pretty penny. That's oh, really expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's very expensive, yeah. yeah. But Boston is super fun. It has yeah. such great character and wonderful people. And I lived in Fenway, which was really fun. Like we in Fenway. the park, Fenway Park. Yeah, I lived in. I <laughs> wow, lived that's in, cool. That must have been expensive. The neighborhood <laughs> is actually called Fenway, which I never oh, thought really? about. I yeah, I didn't know that. Because oh. um, mm. it's not. It makes like, sense. Fenway Park is in right, Fenway. Right. Yeah. It's not like. Uh, P- or is it still PNC Park? Is that a stupid question? Yeah, it's still PNC Park. So. We changed to Acre. It was yeah. Hines, now it's Acre. Right. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it used to be, yeah, because like Forbes. Three Rivers is Forbes, where I was growing up. Yeah. And Forbes Field, you know. Yeah. No, I wasn't around Forbes Field. I'm not that old. But uh, that was on Forbes Avenue. Yeah. So that makes sense. Right. They used to name it actually after where it was. Right, right, right. Now it's like Million Dollar like, Corporation. Three names. Rivers even makes a little more sense, even though yeah. that's not like the neighborhood. Yeah, that's yeah, a exactly. nice name, I think. But yeah. if they've yeah, learned was. anything from this Akersher incident, it's that don't do that for another stadium. <laughs> don't do that to PNC Park. The Yinzers are not going to oh, like the, it. They'll do it. They don't give a shit. It's all about money, dude. <laughs> it's all about money. <laughs> Doesn't Although, matter. I'm really happy that the amphitheater is back to... Starlight. Oh, that's right. We're all happy. Yeah. Why did they change it back? I don't even know why. Probably couldn't get name and Yenzer's title. Petition. Yeah, maybe. Money. Yeah, yeah. Yenzer. Yenzer's Seriously, petition. like, let's go from First Niagara to Key Bank to another bank to another bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uglier and uglier. Ugh. But uh, did you see this uh, this week? I I saw that Beyonce announced her tour schedule, and she oh. she listed uh, her venue as Heinz Field. 
for this uh, year. So how old is that marketing material? Yeah. It says 2023. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Did they do that a year? Maybe they're year just ago. boycotting the uh, But people like, thing. you know, screenshot That's amazing. That and... If Beyonce That's doesn't like the name, we definitely need to change it I think it that back. they might just, like, you know, change it because if Beyonce said to change yeah. it, they might just be like, well. Yeah. I mean, Netflix got do? enough uproar when they like gave you that notification that friends was leaving after like a week that they kept it on for another year so really if we can change that it's friends fans i think yinzer power is much more yeah (laughs) don't anger the yinzer mob right (laughs) all right so um so you're in you're in boston for a couple years Mm -hmm. and then did you right after school did you move back to pittsburgh I got an internship at Live Nation, actually. Um, part of my degree, I had to complete a credit as an like as an intern somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I interned uh, in Charlotte for Live Nation. Uh, what the heck did I do? I feel like that was a really long time ago. Am I shining? How old I am? <laughs> <laughs> did I already have my 10-year reunion from high school? Yes. Um, <laughs> what the heck did I do? Oh, I did sales and sponsorships. There's a lot of data entry, but um, I got to work at the venue for like some cool shows. In Charlotte. In Charlotte, yeah. It's our amphitheater and sort of saw how uh, the vendors worked, how meet and greets worked, and like VIP sections and how those are sold and like the whole sort of business process behind that. That's cool. Um, Because, yeah, like as a concert goer, you sort of see, you go through like, you know, Starlake and you're like, oh, there's all these vendors and there's VIP sections and there's this line for meet and greet, but you don't really know like how it functions on the back end. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was really fascinating to me to sort of see like, this is how we set this up, and this is what the artist does. And then you have like a monitor person, like or a moderator, sorry, working mm-hmm. like the meet and greet and pictures, and people bring posters, and you know, do they want to sign this and that? And yeah, um, there's the probably a lot of shit involved in it. It's a lot. There's a lot of details, and there's usually like one person on site that is managing maybe like. Oh. I don't know. They're they're man they're managing like the high level stuff, and then you just have like the employees that are sort of. Yeah. like running low level things but it's a lot of work i mean you're running around yeah, bet, you need yeah. like you don't need to be like a runner because you're already running like your entire <laughs> career at this like amphitheater like it's that crazy like such a stress like for a career that would be so stressful dude it's crazy but it is really cool like i mean you're at concerts all the time like all in charlotte yeah. more than just the summer but like yeah it's really it's really cool mm. it's very very cool i like the whole business side of that <laughs> So. And you went from like a very cold climate to like a milder. Yeah, winter. I realized too. Charlotte has a ton of Pittsburgh transplants. Oh. Not a lot of people from Pittsburgh, Interesting. which is cool. But yeah, we were there for a couple months. Um, or actually, I got married right like I don't know a month after I graduated college, and then mm-hmm. we moved to Charlotte for mm. internship, and um, came back here. And I actually was serving for a while um, as a waitress. And uh, then I ended up in ticketing at Showclix, which is like a local ticketing place. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sort of always been in the entertainment world in some way. That's cool. Yeah. So did you perform while you were in Charlotte? Were you still like writing? And No, actually. So this is um, this is what I find so like crazy. I, uh, I went to Charlotte, did all of this thing, came back, and I wasn't really doing music at all. Like I went to music school, but like I'd really only known the classical world and you know, what careers are there if you're not, like, a concert pianist, you know, and you have mm. a symphony gig, which is, like, 
one per city probably or whatever yeah there's so so little very little demand and so much supply when it comes to music right kind of art really you know right 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 exactly so i was like all right well i didn't want to be a teacher what do i do so then that's i went to berkeley did music and music business and i was trying to sort of figure out what to do Mm -hmm. and i ended up in ticketing and a friend of mine that i met at berkeley was um dating a friend i went to high school with because she ended up at berkeley so that he would come back and visit her family and we would hang out and he's like you need to be performing which i so appreciate because like at the time i just didn't know what to do and i you don't like always know what you need yeah Yeah, sometimes someone on the outside is like this is what you need to do and i'm like i'm so glad you're confident then because i have no idea (laughs) and uh did you so did you sing back then too i mean you when did you start singing were you singing the whole time i mean i started vocal lessons at age five and i've just been singing singing and like doing choirs and like different stuff like that but like again like the band scene was never something i was even really aware of or like knew how to incorporate into my life at all i didn't know anybody um, so I really wasn't performing much at all. Like yeah. some of my parents' friends played guitar and different things and they would have different gigs and I would sort of just go see them and sing one or two songs. Mm-hmm. It was so kind of foreign. It was very foreign to me. So when my friend was come came back after I, I started in this at show clicks and he came back to visit. He's like, I'm in this national corporation. Um, I think it's called international musicians league or maybe it's something different now. And that's what the bachelor boys band, the wedding band is yeah. part of. Mm. And he got me hooked up with that, and that's how I got integrated with all these people and, mm-hmm. like, started to meet people. And that's how I met people from the, the band The Common Heart, and I joined that. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that in yeah. the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in that band for a little while. Anton DeFade, <laughs> the bass player, is a manager with the Bachelor Boys Band. That's how I met him. They were looking for background ah, okay. singers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy, like, mm-hmm. how you just sort of, like, these dots just connect to connect I love that about the music industry. Like, it's so relationship-based. Oh, definitely. So, so relationship-based and, definitely. like, really meeting people physically in person versus, yeah. like, working in ticketing. Everything's on online ticketing. Everything's online. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, refreshing to... We actually met with the guy, one of the... Who's the common... The, the drummer. Oh, Sean. Oh, Sean, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. met with Sean once. She got... She reached out to him to ask him stuff about, like, uh, what was it about the... Uh, business. About the business, because he was, like, I guess he does a lot, you know, most of the business stuff, but... Yeah, yeah. But He's he was, like, super in the band cool. anymore, but... Oh, uh, well, yeah. it was yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, at the time, ago. it was, like, yeah, yeah it was, like, yeah. probably six years Pre- ago or something like it that. It wasn't that. It was pre-COVID, but... But anyway, he was, like, super cool about it. He came out and hung out with us and just talk to us for a long time yeah, about it, so. great. it was really cool like you said though it's like meeting people and mm-hmm. you know like if you, yeah exactly like now you know we're doing an album together after this remember like we were talking <laughs> about that <laughs> but um no but that is cool though in pittsburgh too i mean i feel like there's a lot there's a good like network of people yeah absolutely you know, you know there's yeah. a lot of more good musicians more, obviously think... with the queen show and all that stuff too, yes we'll talk about, i think right now is like a really good time for pittsburgh music yeah it's starting to get a little more agree you know it was down when I was a little bit younger. It was like there was like nothing, but yeah, I feel I like there's a lot of um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more uh, partying like surrounding <laughs> the the music. It was it was more about like I don't know, like yeah, just getting like shit faced and yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like now it's a little bit more. I think probably because you were younger then, and I were that's perhaps. what you did when you're young. You got shit faced, perhaps. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm only like. Common Heart. I joined Common Heart 
almost six years ago. It was like three weeks after I got sober. Uh-huh. I joined this touring band. My therapist is like, I don't advise this. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, the opportunity presented myself. I'm doing it. I'm very much like, you know, I'm very stubborn. I will admit that. But uh, yeah, so. So you I'm stayed like, sober after that? Then, I did, yes. Oh, I'm well, so up. Six, it'll be six years in April. But, um, wow. Congratulations. But, yeah, thanks. yeah, congrats. It's not easy so, to do. I know, sure. It's... It's up and down, you know, yeah, like a lot of things, but, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so that's, I've only really been meeting people in Pittsburgh band scene and music scene and all that stuff. So that was like your, long. pretty much your, the six, about six years ago was your first jump yeah. into the it's music like my audition scene. into the Bachelor Boys band was like six wow. years ago. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. I keep meeting more and more people that have been involved with that. I'm like, yeah. whoa. It's so fun. Mm. I, I didn't know that was, yeah. yeah. I didn't know about it until like last year. Yeah. And now I know. A couple people that I are think in. it's maybe been I think 2013 they started that here. Do you want to explain what that's about? Yeah, so Bachelor Boys Band were a organization of musicians that get hired to play weddings and corporate events, and you can sort of form it into any type of uh, format you want, like horns. Like depending on your budget, I guess. Here mm-hmm. I am selling. I'm selling the Bachelor Boys Band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's very like it can be very budget friendly, like. You know, if you want five horns and a five-piece band on top of that, like, you can. Or if you just want, you know, you don't have the budget or you don't want all that, you don't have the space, you can two singers, bass, keys, guitar, drums, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a really boys. great idea, though. No. I mean, with it's normally, like, a female singer and then, you know, the boys. I think they should change it to the Bachelor people yeah. because if they, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. my friend no. from college, he was in L.A. He, he had moved to L.A., um... And he, he's the one that told me about this and got me connected. I think their band mm-hmm. is called Lucky Devil, which mm-hmm. is such a great, like, what a great name. <laughs> that yeah. is a cool name. We heard the Lucky Devil band for our wedding, for a holiday party. <laughs> Not the, the Bachelor Boys. I mean, whatever. I just call it BBB at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the first uh, woman that I've met from the Bachelor Boys band. So I, until now, I, I thought it was all guys. Yeah. Well, well the name Bachelor also, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's so. probably more male dominated, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So um, how many weddings do you like have you done so far? In six years? I don't know. I think I averaged about thirty. Wow. I was working full time too. Um, thirty a year, you mean? Yeah. For the year. Dang. Yeah, for the year. Yeah. Um I don't know what, what it would be now because COVID we like got a lot of cancellations, right? And then we were making them up. People oh, were rescheduling. Okay. Uh, yeah. So twenty twenty one was like crazy. And twenty twenty two. But, um, so it's like almost every but, weekend, though, basically. Mm-hmm, sometimes two. Wow. Holiday weekends, you know, like Memorial Day, you get three. Dang. They're, they can be really tiring, but like they're so fun. I mean, you're playing music with a bunch of your friends. Like, yeah. yeah. It's great. That's and like it, you're getting paid to just. Yeah. And it's hang always a, a party. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, everyone's real happy to be there and like yeah. be on the dance floor. Free food, floor, so, like, and drinks, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hell so, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. Weddings are so fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're not fun. in them, it's, it's great. If you're yeah. in them, it's it can be very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying totally. you didn't like being in our wedding, Chris? You didn't enjoy I, that experience. I'm a single out. I've been in several weddings, <laughs> and they were all just like I had to. Get, I had to go to Heinz Field for my one friend's wedding. Yeah. I was in her wedding, and it was like 100 degrees out, and we're standing out in Heinz Field taking pictures with the parrot for like two hours just just sweating like all over myself yeah men have to wear the heavy stuff women get to wear like the sleeveless yeah exactly unless you're the bride then your dress is like a million exactly (laughs) unless you're smart which wasn't me i got married in july and my dress was a million pounds oh no way yeah i got married in my parents backyard oh that's cool yeah it was fun that's awesome that's sweet 
Um, so I'm trying to say um less too, and I've said it already. Um, like I've been counting. I can cut all times. your ums out. I maybe you said um a lot, or I bottle fry. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's infiltrated everybody's vocal cords. <laughs> Very true. It's only so, ASMR. Uh, right? Oh my god! No. <laughs> so, at what point did you, um, you know, when you started performing again or performing more? When you're after you're, somebody told you that, um, did you start getting away from? Are you still working in um, what do you call it? Show marketing and. For like my booking and like t- like ticketing ticketing, ticketing. Yeah. yeah 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 for show clicks uh no actually I quit in August oh, okay just like a few months a few months ago I feel like since COVID time has really just been a black hole like yeah. no matter what I don't know it was like a reset yeah like, right your life you just like oh. I was uh <laughs> I was there for I think like seven years mm-hmm. I, sh- I should know this but uh. Now, what is that? What is that company? Do? Showclicks is ticketing and event operations. Um, is that like a Ticketmaster type thing, or is it sort of? We're we're closer to like sort of how Eventbrite functions. So like mm-hmm. Ticketmaster owns venues and or Live Nation owns Ticketmaster, and they're sort of venue based, like mostly like concert venues and mm-hmm. you know like uh, PPG or whatever. I think they're Ticketmaster, but um, Showclicks functioned more like I'm putting on a Comic Con at the Monroeville whatever Expo, convention, center, convention yeah. center yeah and i need a ticketing company like mm. just for that event like they can sign up and you oh, show clicks cool. sell tickets yeah. and it's a lot different now um when i started it was just show clicks and then they were bought and we morphed into a lot of different things and we're like i say we because i was there for so long i'm not there anymore <laughs> sorry show clicks people i love you all but i don't work there anymore um they're really family to me i really loved working there but uh i was doing less music and more work i didn't want to do and i was just like i don't want to do this like i love music i don't know i just need to make this my full-time job so i quit in august and now i'm just doing music that's great which that's is exciting. more of a hustle that i'm excited about mm. you know mm-hmm. so, so you make so uh, is it, your income is mostly from the wedding band though Probably. I haven't been out long enough to really, like, know. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, Still it's, it it's out, probably I that. I actually, um, I, I've i been working with someone that's more in, like, the commercial, like, sync licensing industry, too, or oh, writing music and di- doing stuff. different things like that. So yeah. I'm sort of learning what type of income can come in that way. Like, there's just so many avenues, mm-hmm. you know. Even if you're not a full-time musician, but you're in music, like, you, you already are making money in so many different ways mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. creative people. Chris is um, preparing your tax return. That's what you can yeah. see. Oh, <laughs> wait, like for real? Because uh, I see uh, the tax things come in the mail every day and I'm like, in the drawer. Yeah, oh, that's later. exactly what I do. <laughs> like I've Another had to, one here. Yeah, I've had to file self-employed like for the last oh, few years. So I'm a little pain. used to it. But now it's like fully after, you know, I quit and I'm like. I'm so like, do you have to file every, like, do you have to have a W-2 for every single wedding you do? do you no, do so like I'm that? contracted. Oh, okay. So I just get 1099. Uh, you know, they don't like take taxes out or anything like that. Uh, so I you just like, gotta do all that. yeah, I gotta like prepare that in my brain mm-hmm. when I invoice, yeah. like, take money out and put it in. And as an adult, I'm a little embarrassed. I still like don't do very well with that. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't think anybody does <laughs> so, well with that. <laughs> it's challenging. My husband has to do that too for 
or something. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, he just got the other day, like, the, the royalties. Oh, I got a royalties thing. In. How much was <laughs> his? I want to know if his was more than mine. Yeah. He was stealing money from He's me. not quitting his day job. I don't want to say how much it was because I don't want to, like, embarrass other musicians by how much I'm making. But it was over a hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, his was over a hundred. Thirty-five thousand streams. Yeah, times twenty if it's Spotify. Thirty-five thousand shit. Or in nineteen ninety-five, platinum. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. So tell us about you have another um, project that you're involved in, Ann Eliza. Oh yeah, Ann Eliza. It's my band. It's me and my best friend, Alex. And uh, I met Alex. Um, he was running Front of House Sound for the Common Heart. Mm-hmm. That's how I met him. He also runs Sound for Thunderbird, and he has a recording studio. Just a little little plug there. Not that he needs nice. it. <laughs> um, no, he was so cool. He did the sound for the Queen show. He did, yeah. Thank God, he's great. He's freaking awesome. Which sound was a great. big like, yeah. challenge. There were so many oh, people involved. Have, he was yeah. probably pulling his hair like, out, too. I, I was imagine. tired, and I'm like, I'm tired, but like, I feel like you should be probably more tired. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just performing. Like You're monitoring like 30 people. Who are like interchanging. Like, yes. Yeah, that's crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing to me what he does. It just like blows my mind. I was thinking that when I was at that show. I was like, oh man, that, the sound guy is probably going crazy. Cause... He was, but he seemed very relaxed yeah. and like yeah. positive attitude. Yep. Mm. He did a, He did Fleetwood show a lot the year before that mm-hmm. Pittsburgh plays at Fleetwood uh, Mac. That's right, yeah. Not that like, you know, was the Queen show was way bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. More people and like crazier, louder songs. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So he and I are Analyza, and we have one record out right now that came out a little over a year ago called I Wish You Well, and um, we're like an ambient piano pop kind of vibe, um, which I think you probably already said. <laughs> but um, I play keys and vocals, and he plays bass and synth bass, and uh, he recorded and produced the record, and we're writing new music now. We're sort of... <laughs> finding trying to find different ways to write like yeah mm. um because i'm new to songwriting basically i met alex mm. and he was like i think you can write songs and really? i was like whatever i don't even really know you that well. <laughs> <laughs> but i was like cool like you know because i don't i didn't think i could do any i never could mm. and um he's like coming in the studio and i just started going in and just like writing, I guess, and like uh, lyrics or just some, like melodies, and, all that stuff. Yeah, like I would do like I'd track scratch track like piano vocals mm. and stuff like that. And um, so the first record was mostly like I would come in with almost like a full idea, start to finish, like mm. and track it, and he would produce it, and you know we go through that way. But now we're sort of trying to write at the same time. I was like, let's start with drums and. Like, you build a drum beat or whatever, and I'll sort of write, like, in tandem with you as you're building it, and we'll see, like, what happens, which has been, like, a lot of fun mm. to sort of, like, write more instrumental first mm. and, like, sort of build from there and write together. Because we were pretty separate in the first record. Like, I'd come in, track it, and he'd, like, do his thing. Mm. And now we're, like, much more involved. And So we, he, you get, the like, the basis of the instrumental track down yeah and then do you like take it home and then listen a bunch and try to come up with melodies or do you kind of do it all on the spot um we sort of do it on the spot oh, okay um right now we're just sort of letting it guide us <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Like, I think of that quote, was it David Bowie that was like, you don't want to be comfortable. You're, mm. You always want to feel like, a, like I, can't, I mean, I'm not quoting it very well, but it was like, you always want to feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're like, you want to push yourself creatively. Yeah, yeah, that you know? makes sense. And that's yeah. sort of what I feel with this. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. This is weird, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we're both excited about it, which yeah. I think is really all that matters for, for now. That's so cool. yeah, yeah I saw cool. you had some performances on your website and like some live videos and stuff for and, it, Analyza. Yeah, um, there was one you guys were you were standing, I think, at a piano. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like okay, on oh, like on YouTube. Yes. What do you mean? It was a oh, YouTube okay. video. It's like embedded in the website. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I was like, I don't know where that is. Yeah, I've got some stuff on YouTube um, of us. We're tr- we're working on shows for this year. So hopefully I have like more stuff to post. But um, nice. yeah. Have you recorded and like released anything? Like, is it uh, where can people listen? Oh, you can listen to our first record uh, on any streaming. Um, Analyza YouTube. Uh, Apple, Spotify, any of that. Um, and obviously there's YouTube videos of like other stuff we don't have like officially released on streaming, but mm-hmm. you go to analyzemusic.com. You can listen from there. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Follow I'm Instagram. checking it out, yeah. Excited. Hear yeah. that, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled... Uh, it <clears throat> yeah. It's spelled A-N-N-E space E-L-I-Z-A. Yep. What is it? A-N-N-E... Space E L I Z A. Yep. I'm just putting it in my Spotify now so I remember. Yeah. I always forget that. I wish you well. People tell me music and I'm like, I forget. Yeah, like, yeah. I, forget. I have to like add it to my library in Apple like immediately. Yeah, that's how it is. Exactly. I will never remember. Even if you yeah. text it to me, I look at the text, push, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm never looking at that again. <laughs> so you, um, so I'm sorry, I forgot to mention in the intro that you sing for the common heart yeah. so do you still sing backups for them and stuff not regularly um i was in there for like a year and a half maybe two years i was touring mm-hmm. with them and i was a background singer mm-hmm. um and then do they have like do they rotate rotate people in and out or is it just like a mostly a core group and then it's a core group background singers kind of rotated in oh, and out okay. just you know people leave and whatever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm you know, life happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, it was amazing. I mean, they're wonderful people. They, uh, I'm on the last two records. I was in the band and we did the, their, I think their second record's called Pressure. Mm-hmm. And then their most recently released record, uh, for Worker for Love. Ooh, don't be mad if I misquoted the title of that. <laughs> um, they hired me to sing background vocals on that. And I've done the last, I do like the hometown shows. They'll sort of hire me for that, um, oh, so which they, like, I love. Pay you to, they pay you to, it's not just like a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They cool. pay me, they hire me out for that. I wonder what that's like <laughs> to get paid to like play shows and stuff. <laughs> Honestly, like I just love seeing what, I love seeing them and, uh, yeah, they're you know, so I just good. have such a fun time, uh, just like being on stage with them and hanging out. And I just did their Smalls, Mr. Small show December 30th. Uh-huh. Oh, cool, um, cool. I did Stage E last year with them, which was like a dream. It was just so cool. I'm proud of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. They work hard. Yeah. They've gone, gone a long way and still going. So, Definitely. yeah. So if people like from Pittsburgh, most people know about the Common Heart or have heard of them by now, but explain to somebody who doesn't know who they are, what they're about. 
They the Common Heart is a like rock soul blues band. Mm. Um based out of Pittsburgh. Uh kind of retro-y, retro-y kind yeah. of sound to them. Lead singers Clinton Clegg. Um Clegg's phenomenal, eggs. phenomenal. Clegg's singer. and eggs. Yeah, Best and Instagram eggs. handle ever. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see that I laugh. I like can't think of great. his first name sometimes because yeah. I just think Clegg's and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's your identity, Clinton. If you're listening, your identity is Clegg's and eggs. I'm sure you would love that. Um, yeah, but they're, uh, I don't know when, honestly, when they formed. Um, but six years ago I joined, so they're at least that old. Maybe like six or eight. We played with them. We played with them one. It was like, that was a while ago. Was it like 2014 or something like oh, that? Oh, with that best of 2015. Yeah, that's the first time I ever heard of them. So, well, that was like okay. eight years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, I, I remember that Clinton walked up, me and Phil were sitting there, and Clinton walked up and he was like, Balloon Ride Fantasy, you know, and we're just like, <laughs> yep. And I didn't know who he was. I thought he was just some guy. So I, was, I didn't like say anything else. <laughs> that's fabulous. I was just like, yep. And we just like, me and Phil kind of looked at each other and he was like, okay. And he just like walked away. And I saw him on stage. I'm like, oh, I feel like an asshole now because no. I, I didn't know who he was yeah, at the time. So funny. So. But yeah, um, then I saw him say, I, I was like, everybody was like, there was like a hum in the crowd. Like whenever they, like you weren't there obviously, but whenever they came on and I was like, I was like, what is this about? Cause I never heard of them wait, before. Wait, she could have been there. 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. Oh no. Yeah. That's what okay. 2017 yeah. is when I met them. All right. But there was just like, everyone's just like whispering and I'm like, what is going on with this band? And I'm like, what is, ha-? it was just like. I didn't know what to expect. And then he started singing. I was like, holy shit. And he's like, a big presence. Yeah. Like, he was like, he was he like, he had like the a, Elvis yeah. mic and he was like, really. He holds the room animated. like so yeah. well. For sure. Like, just like I was instant. like, yeah, instantly like, everybody yeah. was just like, I was like, holy shit. He, his voice was like, never heard anything, you know, in Pittsburgh that. Right. Like was so much character and like, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's the first time I ever heard of them. And then, you know. Yeah, he's a very soulful mm-hmm. performer. Yeah, almost like very a um, much. Joe, uh, what's his name? Joe Cocker-ish, Joe Cocker. mm-hmm. you know? For very sure. Much, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, anyway, so amazing singer. I really wanted to ask you, Anne, about uh, one of the, probably your performance highlights of your life was <laughs> performing with Clinton and Mariko at the... Um, or performing the uh, national anthem. Oh yeah! <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, wow. Not to say I forgot about that. Like it's a wonderful memory. I actually have a my aunt um, like took a photo from somewhere and had it printed. And I have it framed in my house of the three of us on the field, which is so cool. <laughs> but yeah, we. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, Clinton was asked to do it, I think, and asked me and Mariko to join him, and we came up with an arrangement and it was surreal it was so so cool when um, i was still heinz field right <laughs> and uh you know what's uh levy on bell and levy on bell oh my gosh i'm not a football like <laughs> yeah I watched, that's right i watched that's basketball right. sorry and hockey <laughs> um levy on bell and antonio brown and um yeah also like for someone who is not like i watch football but i'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like the Pittsburgh football person, I feel like I'm going to get, like, canceled here. Not, <laughs> you, like, might, you know you what might. I mean? I'm really sorry. Just like, for the record, this is everyone loves the Steelers in this, in this it's room. It's not that I don't love the Steelers. <laughs> I got a Bettish jersey, you know? Um, you know, it's funny. Not, not, sorry, I didn't mean to cut hey, good. But uh, I just saw this thing on Instagram today in um, Washington. Um, like, a long time. It was, like, in the 90s or something. The cops put out a... Um, 
like uh, or they sent these things to these criminals' houses, like these people had outstanding warrants to their uh, last known addresses. They sent out these invitations to get free tickets to what, Redskins tickets to like a Redskins, yeah, uh, Washington Redskins game. game, not Steelers. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, so all these criminals showed up to this like convention center place and they're all in line and they're screaming they're like yeah redskins and and then the cop like there was like a thousand people in this thing waiting and the cops rolled in and just like arrested everybody (gasps) (laughs) like they just arrested everybody brilliantly cruel thing to do yeah i was just like oh but it's g that's genius yeah that's like a speed trap yeah seriously totally but i was just like man that would work so well in pittsburgh because everybody is such a huge Steelers fan. You know what I mean? Like, everybody would fall for that. It'd so be like, it could be a trap, but I don't, it's worth That's it. funny. To get free Steelers tickets. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, so, if law enforcement's listening, if law enforcement's check that listening. out. <laughs> Interesting tactic. Sorry to mean to interject yeah, no, you're, that, but, you are yeah. good. Yeah, that was a surreal experience. That was very cool. I, oh, I was going to say, not being, like, someone who, like, is obsessed with football or anything. You get on the field, like, athletes are very just big they're huge, uh, yeah. like tall muscle. I'm like, oh, like <laughs> you're, I feel like a mouse on this field. Like I'm a tiny, I feel so little, like they're huge. Like it's crazy. You don't you realize just how don't... big they are when you see right. them. Yeah. Especially like, uh, like football. But like when I interned at Live Nation, we could get club seats and all that stuff at the places in Charlotte. And we saw, my husband loves LeBron. He's from Ohio. He loves mm. LeBron James. So LeBron was playing for Miami at the time. So we went and saw them and we were like nine rows back. And I'm like, LeBron is a giant. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I know you just don't have no idea. Like just from the TV. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my realization. I'm sure my husband was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about? Like, were you guys, did you guys lose your minds when you got asked to do that? The, the anthem? Yeah. Wait, what game was it? Steelers versus... New England. New oh, England. Shit. We lost. Wow. Yeah, I can't like say that I really Steelers don't like New England. <laughs> even though I was in Boston. I just don't. I really don't like the Patriots. Nobody yeah, who's not lost. from New England. People from New England, only people like the Patriots. Everyone else hates <laughs> Nonsense. We lost. I think I was like, I was just sort of in shock for a while. Like, you know, mm. it's such like a... I just couldn't believe, like, how lucky I... I don't know. It was just so cool. And I was really, really thankful that Clint asked us to do it with him. Like, he didn't have to do that. Aww. You know? So it was just... It was really... It was such, like, a special time for, like, the three that of us That is so to, cool, like, man. do that and come up with the arrangement. Yeah, it was... It what was a sweet really... guy, that Clinton Clegg. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. That's Were an you... amazing experience, dude. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Were you, like... What's the, um... Did you have, like, any kind of monitoring system or anything, or did you just... Because I've heard that it's just a lot of delays. There's a lot of delay. I can't, gosh, this is so bad. Can I remember? Uh, we had, <laughs> like, a... We had, like, an in-ear system. Like, it oh, wasn't... Okay. But, yeah, there's so much echo, and the crowd is... Like, you know, oh, everything's yeah. just loud. Yeah. But, like, you it's know... It's all we... bleeding into your mic as you're, you know, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... What we did it okay. <laughs> didn't mess up, so <laughs> yeah, you can look it up. It's like, oh, no. it's, yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to like watch the video to like remember, like, because it was just it, it was so crazy. It's almost like an out of body. Like I don't know, there was something so special about it. Um, That's amazing. But what, what year was this? 2017. Oh wow! So this yeah. was like right when you just started. Yeah, so I joined in May. Was it? Yeah. And this is how I remember things. I had red hair at the time. <laughs> yeah, was you the looked first, different. That was like, I've never done, changed my hair a lot. 
I, I have synesthesia, so, like, a lot of, like, with I mix colors with a lot of things. Like, I have color association. Mm. Neat. And so, like, that's sort of how I remember things. Like, what people wear, what color shirt, what color their hair, what cut their, whatever. So, that's how I, like, remember when that was. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, six months after I joined. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. That's crazy. I have a really important question. This is my burning question about that. Because okay. that's one of my goals is to sing the national anthem and, like... I think I'll need to start out small, but <laughs> with some why? Why? Some little league, little league games. I started at my high. I sang the national anthem at my high school lacrosse game. Oh, nice. I mean, I was in high school. <laughs> but did that's you get awesome. like? Did people uh, like rad you about it or anything, or did you just? No one knew I could sing. I wasn't like. Oh really? No one knew that I like was a singer, yeah. which like is weird to think about now. But mm. I just, yeah, because I didn't do the musicals or anything like mm-hmm. that. And people were like, oh, you sang the national anthem. And like, it was like, you know, not bad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard, though, with that echo. Mm. Definitely didn't have ears in. Were you like, how you like me now? <laughs> yeah. I had all the guys hitting on you. I played that. lacrosse, so like I knew everyone. <laughs> do, you oh. do you like apples? That sounds like a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so my burning question is, did anyone have to... Like self-medicate before that performance, not just like, I'm not just talking about like alcohol or anything like that, but like, did it, you know, people take different things like beta blockers or anything like that. Not that I know of. Okay. So you guys were calm and collected for that or were you? you calm know? might be a stretch. I think we were, <laughs> we were nervous. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's like a big deal. I can't even imagine. Because like, your voice would be affected. Right. It was freezing as well. And there's no, <laughs> and there's no like, backing music or anything, right? Or was there a no. back? You, so you're just no, so Mariko had a pitch pipe because she's the most amazing person in the world. That's a great and idea. She, I remember her leaning or like, you know, because Clinton's a lot taller than, you know, Mariko's shorter. So he leans down and she's like, blows the pitch pipe into his ear. And then we just went off. And that was that. Damn. You know, you're looking at yourself in the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I don't, not that I know of that anyone did that, but we I, wouldn't calm. I wouldn't to. say we were calm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you just have a bunch of Steelers. You're, cause you're there while they're warming up. So they're just yeah. all running around you and you're like, before, before performances, I like to sort of like have like a quiet yeah. moment. No, mm-hmm. that wasn't that's happening. That's definitely not. That's new, the new. opposite of that. Exactly. No. Yeah. Did you talk to any of the Steelers or anything like that or? No, I tried to say hi to a, oh man, I'm a Penn State person and I, Jesse James. Oh, Jesse James. Yeah. But you know, he just, I was like, <laughs> we are, <laughs> I didn't graduate. <laughs> I <just heard> <laughs> oh, Maybe man. he knew that. So he was just like, I'm not talking to her. She's not, she's not a real Penn Stater. No, <laughs> but like, that's not false. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are supported by Bradley B. Photography. Are you looking for a gift for that hard-to-shop family member, coworker, or friend? I am, actually. Do you never quite know what to get mom or dad for the birthday, your Aunt Becky, when she watches your dogs? I don't have an Aunt Becky, <laughs> so I can't relate to that one, but go ahead. Or could your house use some sprucing up in terms of color or art to give it that pop? Mm, maybe. Well, look no further, Chris. What do you got for me here, Bethany? Bradley B. Photography, a local business, offers tons of unique images of Pittsburgh that are sure to make that living room, office, or man cave stand out. Or in my case, my she shed. Is this a she shed? Is that what you call it? 
A womb room, as she said. (laughs) (laughs) Brad captures most of his images of Pittsburgh using a drone. So he's getting certain angles of iconic Pittsburgh locations that you just can't capture from the ground. Have a dad that worked downtown that might enjoy an image of his old building. Or mom. Women, or women, women work downtown, Bethany. Say no. <laughs> Bradley B. Photography has it all. Prints arrive right to your door, and you can even choose to have it arrive framed. You can check out his website. You just go to Etsy and type in Bradley B. Photography. And he also has another website. It's called BradleyBFeetPics.com. <laughs> but that's not, that's not associated with his business. And if Pittsburgh isn't your thing and if feet aren't your thing, Brad also has tons of images on his website from other cities like Boston, Nashville, Charleston, Los Angeles, and New Orleans. That's in Louisiana. Use promo code YINZWORLD15 to get 15% off your order. That's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D-1-5. Bradley B. Photography. Check him out today. Bethany. Chris. Do you like wings? I love wings. Well, then you're in luck because we're supported by Big Shot Bob's Bloomfield House of Wings, home of the soldier and best wings in Pittsburgh. Big Shot Bob's is located at 4766 Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield, Pittsburgh's Little Italy. Now, Bethany, do you like bone-in or boneless wings? I like them both. It doesn't matter. (laughs) They offer boneless and bone-in in in over 150 flavors. Enjoy classic flavors like barbecue, Cajun, garlic, or ranch. Or try signature flavors like Jamaican jerk and raspberry honey mustard and jalapeno ranch, which sounds delicious. I should mention that many of the flavors he just described have fun Pittsburgh names on the menu like Mean Joe Green, Polish Hill Strangler, what's the story there, and Mr. Northside. And also the uh, Jake Gensel raspberry wing surprise. I just made that up, <laughs> but they can use that if they want. <laughs> Not only does Big Shop Bob's Bloomfield have the best wings in town, but they also have burgers and sandwiches, hoagies, salads, insides, and some of the friendliest service in the burg. Very true. And they offer pickup, delivery, or dine-in. BSB's Bloomfield is offering Yin's World listeners a discount on your order when you use the promo code Yin's World. That's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D. Big Shop Bob's Bloomfield. Treat Treat yourself. yourself. We are supported by Cookies Creamery, located at 2199 Babcock Boulevard in Ross, across from Monticello's. Now, I've heard the Cookies Creamery only has vanilla ice cream in a little cup. Is that is that true? Chris, that is false. They have over 40 flavors of ice cream. Wow. That's a lot of flavors. Do they also have sundaes, extra sundaes, milkshakes, sherbet, yogurt, two-scoop sundaes, Delectable homemade cookies baked fresh daily by good lovin' in parentheses or what are these? Quotes. Quotes. And delicious novelty chocolate items made by the chocolate lady. Not just a chocolate lady. The chocolate lady. Chris, they do. Wow. Go to cookiescreamery.com. If you use promo code YINZWORLD, that's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D, you may get a discount. You may. So everybody head on down to Cookies Creamery in Ross and satisfy your sweet tooth. So another thing that I was reading about um, you was you had some vocal trauma and surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm so curious where you read that because I like it was so long ago, but... 
She got your medical records. Yeah, for right. this. yeah. <laughs> Everything is online. She's very thorough. I did. I uh, I had lesions on my vocal cords oh in my 2016. I when I worked at when I started at Showclicks, I was there for like eight months, and then this place called Howl at the Moon opened up. It's like a I remember that name. I don't know if you like. They say it's a dueling piano bar, but you aren't dueling. Uh, it's not in a traditional sense. Was that in Southside? In no, Southside? it's actually uh, downtown. Um, uh, okay. Right by the Benedum, oh, um, okay. downtown. But uh, it's just like a nightclub, and there's two pianos and bass drums, guitar, all that stuff. And you just play top forty hits all night and mm-hmm. rotate and all that stuff. And um, this is sort of pre sobriety, so I was kind of partying a lot, and not really taking care of my t- taking care of myself. And, you, and uh, all of a sudden, I was losing my vocal range like repeatedly. Mm. And I had, uh, I got lesions. I had to have surgery to get them lasered off. Wow. Yeah, I was really scared. So how did you find, I mean, like, how did you first know? Like, just because your range was, you thought maybe there's something wrong? or Yeah, like, you know, like when you're tired, your your voice is, like, it's your body. So however your body is feeling, your yeah. voice is feeling, which <laughs> kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, it's kind of a shitty instrument, really. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, like, whatever you eat and drink. Unreliable. Very unreliable yeah, so unreliable, just like me. Um... <laughs> So, like, you know, you're playing from sometimes if you do, did happy hour, it'd be like 6 o'clock to 1 a.m. Um, oh, and you'd yeah. rotate shifts. So you'd have like, I can't really remember if you do like an hour on, an hour off kind of thing. Um, but eventually, like, you know, I was abusing alcohol and mm-hmm. partying and not sleeping and all this stuff. And I was just like, well, I'm tired all the time. My voice is probably just tired. And then as I was sort of trying to take care of myself, I was not recovering at all. And I couldn't sing. I had like barely an octave. Wow. And I was bad. not. Jeez. Yeah. So I went to the doctor, had scopes and all that stuff, which uh, I would recommend anyway, just periodically if you're a mm. professional singer, because mm-hmm. it's helpful to just know what your vocal health is. Yeah. What um, kind of doctor was that? ENT or? It was an ENT. I went to the voice center at uh, UPMC? Mercy. Yeah, it's a UPMC Mercy. Nice. Um, and uh, I, had I didn't a few... even know they had one. Yeah, it's called the Voice Center, which mm. I felt like I was like, oh, cool. Pittsburgh cares about like yeah, that's people's cool. voices, yeah. but most yeah. you know, there's like speech therapy and vocal therapy there and stuff. Um, it almost makes me wish I had health insurance so I could go there. <laughs> 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 anyway, oh health insurance. Oh man, what a necessity! I don't want to need. Um, yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, oh, America. But yeah, I try to get them to go away naturally just like does that happen vocal or? silence i think it can but um didn't <laughs> oh man uh so i would just be playing drums for the whole night like i wouldn't i wasn't able to do piano and singing like so they put me on like total, total vocal rest i had a whiteboard with me i would like talk oh, to people wow. in the club because it's a club like you're not just mm. talking you're screaming you're like yelling at all times and like people would try to talk to me and i'm like trying to write down on this board that's so tough <laughs> so eventually i i found a different doctor who had a different approach to surgery and he's like why don't you want to have surgery and I'm like, I don't know, like afraid of it, basically. Sort of was advised mm. to like try and do it without. And he's like, I don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I had surgery and uh, now I've been fine. Oh. Do you want to shout out that doctor? <laughs> I remember what he looks like very well. And I don't remember what his name is. He actually moved away from Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, mm. Oh, it's going to bug me. And I'm really sorry. Not that he'd be listening, but... Um, <laughs> 
Rosen, Dr. Rosen. Nice. I think his name was Clark Rosen. I might have made that up. How was his approach different? <laughs> Close enough. Or, or what was different about that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, surgery was suggested to me, but by, by like, I think one or two other doctors in the voice center, but I... I don't know. I was afraid. I was afraid of it, to be honest. Like having vocal surgery, you know, Julie Andrews, she lost like her voice is shot. Like she oh, had. I didn't know that. I think I don't. So don't don't quote me. Although it's being well, recorded. Fact check it. But yeah, <laughs> she had surgery. I think she was one of the first people to have vocal surgery. Like I, th- I don't know if she had lesions or something. Pretty sure it was lasers. So like <gasps> if they mess, think is if they mess up and you get scar tissue. I mean, you lose your ability oh, to sing yeah, and i'm pretty sure that's what happened to her so is that is lesions the same as um like nodes <laughs> polyps yeah nodes, so like yeah. nodes and polyps they're different types of lesions on your vocal cords uh, mine okay. weren't totally formed they were just starting i just had these bumps that weren't like either or uh, um and that's i think why my voice teacher was like let's try to get them to go away naturally because they're yeah. not Mm-hmm. earlier stages yeah so so you were already working with a voice coach so you were you know presumably doing good warm-ups and stuff yeah like that. um i actually met my voice teacher at penn state she was a, a phd student oh wow <laughs> um and you know like when you meet a teacher that you love and you click with like that yeah you know i still check in with her every couple mm. years just to be like how am i doing What's her name? Let's shout her out. Amelia Rawlings. She's phenomenal and lovely. We just Skype. Yeah, we Skype. I did Skype lessons with her all through Berkeley, too. Just like. Oh, cool. So I just love her so much. She's wonderful. In Pittsburgh. No, I met her at Penn State. And then she's from South Carolina. And I think, oh, she might be in. I don't know where she is now, but she's not here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's an opera singer amongst many other things. But, um, yeah. So. So you came out of that surgery and you. Were you uh, like, oh my God, I hope my, how long do you have to rest after the surgery? Um, you can't talk for about two weeks. So the whiteboard came You can't back. talk at all. Like you can't Mm-mm. like vocal fry so or like, anything like that. Oh my God. Vocal fry is so terrible for you all together. Oh, is it? I thought so vocal bad. fry was good no, for you. Vocal fry. Like if you start your warm ups mm. like, yeah, or whatever, yeah. like that's good to like ground your larynx. But like I Kim, did not Kim Kardashian that. is not a good example of how to speak. <laughs> Wait, so, so I don't like, even know what is vocal, vocal fry. Vocal fry is like down like here. This. I like just really love mm. bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I had some on earlier today and I changed it. I but think um, I understand. I thought that, see, that, that sucks because every time I sing, like I record singing mm-hmm. my vocals, I always do vocal fry in between, like when I'm resting. Like, because oh. I, like, mm, I thought it was good to do vocal fry to, like, kind of like. Do so, I don't know some kind of magic it does. I, I kind of go down when I do my warm-ups. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, from what I, I recall, I don't, I don't think it's good. Like, but beginnings of warm-ups, like, uh, like yeah, it's good yeah, to yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, because full range type thing. I with guess. voice being so mental, at least for me, like warm-ups, I have to like as I go up the scale, I sit. I like squat down to, to like tell my larynx to stay down and not up. So like in vocal fry, I'm pretty sure like you're, I just did it. You're, it's like, you're not supporting, you don't have breath support and you're being lazy. Uh, and it's yeah, like damage. I don't want to say damaging. It's like smacking against. Yeah. I don't have whatever. a PhD in pedagogy or any of that for anyone who wants to know. Amelia, I'm really sorry. Cause I know you do. So if I'm wrong, comment. It's funny that we're all three singers and we don't really truly know what's going on the anatomy on. <laughs> of the voice is 
fast. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I can never teach voice. Like, I would be really afraid without actual, like, education, like, on how to teach it. See, I always thought... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, my voice teacher, whenever I first started taking lessons with her, she... One of the first things she had me do was watch a video on the back of the, like, throat and the vocal cords and, like, Mm -hmm. what they're doing Mm. when you're singing. Really? Which I never knew what they did. It's Mm -hmm. so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could get a scope, although it's not free. <laughs> I like have the videos of like all my scopes, like do you with like healthy vocal cords and the ones with nodes, and then post surgery. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, it's really interesting to see the difference, like swelling yeah. and although it might be gross to some people. <laughs> I know I would love to. That's so interesting yeah. to me. I really want to get one of those scopes done though. It's very uncomfortable, I will say. Can yeah. you do it for me? You think? It's a rod. They can numb your nose and go up. I hate the it. camera, which no. is really like hate that. Hate Never. hate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the numbing spray doesn't quite work, and you're like, or Get you out. have a really tiny nose, <sighs> mm-hmm. and they're like using the same size that they would use on someone with like a really large uh, nose. I yeah. won't have that problem, but. Um, <laughs> I've never even gotten a COVID test before because I'm afraid. What do they stick up your nose for COVID test? Yeah. The yeah, swabby it's fine. I've never that's done not it. Bad. It definitely don't care. makes I don't me sneeze. Do it. Oh really? <laughs> Absolutely. My eyes are like. Ugh. Do you have enough sample now? Yeah, right. <laughs> I like sneeze all over like the afterwards, you know, in a tissue, not just but, in their face. Like, oh. I know. Close Sorry, you were gonna say something, Chris? Like, uh, I totally forget what I was gonna say. Vocal, you wanted a vocal. Uh, what is it called? A scope. Oh no, I think it was before that, but surgery nodes. Well, i was wondering what does the surgery entail like how do they do they scrape it do they no it's laser laser so okay. I, they go through my mouth mm. so i don't have a sc- i have a troll neck on for anyone who you know isn't in this room but i don't have a scar or anything like you're not covering up your no. laser scar <laughs> no. no they go i think they i think it's through your mouth or your nose but you're put under okay and yeah yeah it's i think it's pretty quick quote unquote like Oh, so you're saying like, uh, who was it? Julie Andrews who had, and she lost her, she messed up her vocal Yeah. So like if something goes wrong, they probably didn't have lasers (laughs) when she had it, you know? That's okay. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know, but like if, I don't know if any scar tissue that builds up on your vocal Mm -hmm. cords basically prevents you, prevents them from closing fully, which like, because they sort of wave together when you're singing or talking Mm -hmm. or something like that. So if they can't fully close, like nodes prevent that from closing because they're bumps. Um, uh, then you, you know, prevents you from singing. It's yeah. can like cut your range or can be scratchy. Mm. Some people have nodes and that's their like signature sound. Yeah, Tav um uh. Tuvalu Tavlo as oh. Americans call her. She she has like that really smoky voice. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a podcast interview with her and they were like, how do you have, like, how is your voice like that? And she's like, actually, I've been told that it, it shouldn't, you know, it's it's scar tissue or something like that. And it there's no rhyme or reason why it should be working oh. well. And Interesting. Is that's that the same her as, thing. Is that the same as, like, because I know when, like, if babies have colic real bad, that can hmm. get oh. their, give their voice. Because that's how a lot of people have, like, gravelly, that rich voice, you know what I mean? Like, um, hmm. Sia and stuff like that. Although oh, I know man. Sia Her doesn't sing is... properly, but she oh she's yeah, amazing. I love Sia. Yeah. Uh, what's that record? This is acting. I have no idea. So but... good. She is just took a... a bunch of songs that people rejected, like Rihanna and whoever. Oh, okay. She's like, these are hits. I'm doing them, but they're amazing. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. her story is so incredible too. Oh, yeah. I don't like really know that much about her. It's like amazing that she's overcome some of the obstacles that have been in her. Well, she path. was like real bad alcoholic too. I think wasn't well, she? Yeah. yeah, she like lost. Um, I, I think it's her fiance or something. Oh. Like passed away like in an uh, accident or something. That's and sad. Uh, yeah, it's just like really unexpected when she was younger. Yeah, and then wow. she. Well, then she, she got I, huge. Well, she got, I know she, um, cause she was doing like some kind of session work or something, but mm-hmm. when, uh, David Guetta, I think mm-hmm. when he did the, um, titanium song, she, I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, but she sang it as like a, um, like the demo, the demo. And then they were just like, this just is so good. In. Yeah, exactly. And so then that cool. just became a huge hit, <laughs> but she was like kind of famous before that in a band. She was in some band or something, but that was yeah. like when she really, you know, that's cool. Like who's going to sing it better than Sia? Like she's amazing. Yeah, I think she was doing stuff for a while, and then she blew up. You know, like yeah, yeah. Like it was one she's of those careers where like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was a songwriter. She's writer, written. Yeah. I know she's written with with and for Christina Aguilera, and like mm-hmm. all those sort of pop kind of probably divas. Yeah, I don't the, think Christina Aguilera would be mad. I called her a diva. <laughs> and that's one of your uh, biggest influences, right? You love Christina. Christina? Yeah, I definitely. I like the color. I definitely grew up listening to christina like you know all the uh early thousands like mm. britney christina mostly christina because her voice has so much attitude she was like the best one i think oh, from man. back then definitely through through back to basics and then after that i'm like not as into it mm. but that's okay back to basics was an amazing <laughs> record but i actually haven't been listening to her or or as much pop music mm-hmm. at all mm. um but who's your favorite singer is that a, Christina Aguilera? Or? No, my favorite singer. This is the hardest question in the whole world. <laughs> like, so like my an artist that has influenced me the most is Andrew McMahon, who was something corporate, Jack's mannequin, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. He's a um, lead singer for something corporate. He was, yeah. And then Jack's he retired something corporate or SoCo if you're. Diehard fan. <laughs> and uh, created Jack's Mannequin, retired that. Now he's Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. But um, favorite singer, that really like so depends on where I am in life at the time. I feel yeah, like, I agree with you that. know, I like agree with that. Uh, I grew up listening to like The Who and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> so oh, wow. like I adore Roger Daltrey so much. Oh, he's, am- he's an amazing singer I also singer love too. Pete. I love all the songs he sings and like yeah. I love his voice. Um, but I also like adore Ella Fitzgerald, um, and her voice and everything she ever did. Um, lately I've been listening to a lot of Jeff Buckley, who also has the most amazing, yeah. had the most amazing vocals. <sighs> yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I, I love Jeff. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what albums, cause I never really bought albums cause I was poor and I would just steal shit off my sister and just tape cause it. I'll? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, big yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was down, so I was downloading Christina on that. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I bought stripped, but yeah, I don't favorite singer. That's seriously like I'm so stumped on that. Jeff Buckley's currently in my record player, but I've been listening to a lot of Eric Clapton. Mm. There's something about his voice that's so like the blues endearing, kinda. like the right word. Yeah, I hear Derek and the Dominoes provides so much agony for me because he was so in love with Patty Boyd. Oh, Do you know really? that story? Like that George the... Harrison was married oh, to Patty. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, and Eric Clapton's sober, so like 
There's yeah. like a whole like whole connection for me. I always there, thought but. that was a kind of a funny story because I, I know he was like pining after her for years, and then she finally left him, and and he ended up marrying her. But mm-hmm. they were only married for like a yeah. year or something. And then they just, it's like all Tragic. that shit, and then yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for me to think of a favorite singer. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm a like singer. Literally thousands of singers. Tom York. Just kidding. Tom York. <laughs> Radiohead. <laughs> his okay, but his vocals are so underrated. Like. He's great. I mean, he actually has a really nice yeah, voice. Yeah, it's insane. He can do so yeah. many things. He can manipulate it like just his ah. normal tone. I just love it. Like love on it. like the bends, like the album of the bends. Mm-hmm. They just got this really nice deep like dark tone for it. It just sounds so beautiful. It's yeah. like perfect. Everyone who knows me is going to be like you're forgetting X, Y, and Z if they listen to this. Like, you tell me this all the time. You love blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like blanking entirely. I have to like pull up Apple Music and see who I've been listening to. <laughs> no, that happens. If you put someone on the spot, they can't. It's, it's also hard. Nowadays, I think it's hard to tell because everybody sounds good with like autotune and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like anybody yeah. can be, you know, especially pop, like pop wise at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple more things. And uh, one of them is, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm you nervous. said, what's that? <laughs> no, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm just reading, that's all. You weren't ever my, a stripper, my were you? Because you didn't find out about that. I'm not you? that coordinated. Uh. Well, so uh, one of these things that you just said, Andrew McMahon was one of your, yeah. your faves. And there was a time where you got to hang out with him. Is that right? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I already forgot. <laughs> I put it in the questionnaire a week ago. A week ago. Um, yeah, so we went to X Fest. We, as in my husband and I, and it was uh, Weezer, Andrew McMahon, Swimmers, which was like uh, Billy Joe's son, I think, from Green Day, and like some other kids. Like they're cool. But anyway, Andrew McMahon was playing, and and Panic at the Disco. I'm like, I'm missing another oh, big old name. Oh, that's his girlfriend's like favorite. Oh yeah, oh, they Brandon, just broke up. Favorite actually, singer. So. Okay, favorite yeah. singer. It's oh, he's here. Really good no, too. he's yeah. his voice is unreal. Yeah, yeah but he's um, really good. not favorite singer, but one of. Um, and he was amazing. He's doing backflips and he just <laughs> yeah, has energy like up the wazoo. I just don't understand. Um. But, uh, yeah, we were going to whatever that bar is next to Stage 8. Bar Louie, maybe? Oh, mm-hmm. Bar Louie, we yeah. were like, yeah. this was pre-sobriety for anyone who is worried, <laughs> is worried of when this was, you know. <laughs> Gotta make sure, like, my timeline is is accurate. Uh, he was walking into Bar Louie, and we were walking out. And I had this old Jack's mannequin tank on. And he's like, hey, nice shirt. And I was like, can I buy you a drink? And we hung out at the bar with sort of his crew and... Um, the, his band, um, and then ended up in the Heinz Field parking lot shooting off fireworks and <laughs> eating pizza from Milano's outside their tour bus. And, you know, that's one of those times where I, like, that's really cool. wish I hadn't drank enough, but it's still, like, cool to say yeah, I shot yeah. off fireworks with yeah. Andrew McMahon, you know. And I've met him since then. Like, we see him every time he's here. It's sort of like, I don't know if you guys have like sort of like a yearly or whatever, quarterly, whatever, like sort of inspirational concert you go to. Mm-hmm. Andrew McMahon is mine. Like uh, passion pours out. He also plays piano as a front person, which like I cool. never see. So yeah. it makes me feel a little less dorky sometimes <laughs> as like a pianist. <laughs> like he's like, you know, the front man of a rock band playing piano. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. He's just a really nice person and very inspirational. He had cancer in 2005 and... 
uh, created this foundation called Dear Jack, and it mm. helps support like uh, adolescent, young adult cancer patients and their families and stuff. Oh, so it's just, cool. he's just like a really like inspirational person for me. He's a musician and yeah. all around. Yeah, I can't say that I know about him at all. So I'm gonna look him up after. Yeah, this. I've never even I've never even heard of him before. I've yeah. heard of something corporate before. Yeah, yeah. they're a little more like punk rock pop kind yeah, of stuff, okay. and then Jack's yeah. mannequin's more like pop rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now he's more like sort of synthy pop, I guess. Mm. I don't know, I'm not the greatest at putting genres to people. Yeah. So I hear there's a story about Jason Derulo. Do you have <laughs> something happened with Jason Derulo? Yeah. Can I comment on his name first? Do you guys remember Jay Sean? No. 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 I think he had one song called Down. But like at the beginning of Jason Derulo songs, he would always go, Jason Derulo. And Jay Sean was also around the same time. So my husband and I would be like, Jay Sean Derulo. Like mix the two together with this little like, little like jingle he made up. For- anyway, this is a stupid story. The real story is when I was in Boston, I was at the Puma store for no reason. Because it's not like, I was in college. I couldn't afford Puma. Why was I in there? But I'm walking around just like looking at stuff. And um, this guy standing next to me, like awkwardly close. And I like look up. And he's just sort of like giving me this like nod, like, yeah, dude, I'm Jason Derulo. And I just sort of like, <laughs> what? Like, did one of these weird, like, uh, side eye, like, what's going on? And there's like cameras. Did you know who he was? Did, I like, like, did you recognize like, him? Like, after a few seconds, or like maybe like when I had turned around, like, I was like, oh, that was Jason Derulo. But like, there were like big cameras, like, not like photography. <laughs> what am I like, talking Like, video movie cameras. cameras? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm like, film cameras. <laughs> I don't know what words are. And, uh, I'm like, what? This is weird. Like, what's going on? And then, like, all this promo came out, like, not long after with him. He was like, what do you call, like, a celebrity, like, face for, yeah, spokesperson or whatever for Puma. But he just, like, gave me this, like, was he like, like hitting on you? Bro, like, not. I don't hey, think so. I think you know it's me. Like, yes, it was more just like you know, it's like Jason. <laughs> See, I would think what he should have done in his head. That's probably what he was doing. I would have thought he would be way more humble. Like by the way, he says his name at the beginning of all the songs. <laughs> well, you know, it's like what's the beginning of like what's uh. Just Dance by Lady Gaga. It's like, red one, convict Gaga. It was like yeah. that whole era of like announcing uh, yeah, like who true. the producer yeah. is. Yeah. But it was Jason Derulo singing his own jingle name. <laughs> and I'm just like standing there. And uh, my husband was, at the time we were just dating, but he was visiting me from wherever he was. And um, as I turned around, I was like, why do I know who that is? He's like, that's Jason Derulo. <laughs> I was like, oh god, such an awkward like I just have my backpack on, I look like such a student, you know, and there's like these cameras like waiting for me to leave the room. <laughs> that's so funny. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. He's weird. actually was a he's an opera singer too. I think that's how he was like Wait, seriously? I I saw him on um I think it was did you ever see the the one where he drives around with who the fuck is that? Oh, James Corden. Carpool karaoke. Carpool oh, karaoke. Oh man, I love seen those. that. Yes. Yeah, he was on there once, and he was he was talking about how he does like I think that's how he started. He's wow. Doing opera. So he was like doing a, he did a couple opera things. It didn't sound that great. And I was the just cool like, thing, wait, though. but yeah, he's a good singer though. He <laughs> was an opera singer. Yeah. Not anymore. Those things are <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, they're pretty funny. That's interesting. Uh, so Ian, we want to know. Uh, tell us about Swim Effect. This is like a. Yeah. A really impressive thing that you're new, doing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's my new project. Um, so uh, when I got sober uh, about six years ago, uh, and then I sort of dove into like the sort of 
I dove into the common heart and touring and all this stuff. Do you mind um, if I ask what, I mean, you don't have to say, but no, 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 go ahead. what are you, you're just sober from alcohol? Or I'm sober sober? from everything. Oh, okay. My main like struggle was alcohol. Okay. Um, but I don't have, I don't do any mind altering anything. Oh, okay. So totally sober, like. Advil sometimes scares me a little bit, oh, well, like to be yeah. real. What about a <laughs> Not runners? to make anyone uncomfortable, but you know, I just know myself. You know, yeah. like you don't. No, yeah, you know, definitely. you can't have liquid Nyquil. Can't do the Nyquil, really? sir, you know, because there's alcohol in it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So um, when I got sober and dove into like the the band world is what I call it because as a classical nerd, it's a whole other world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as like years went by. Like, a few years, I was like, all right, something's tugging on my heart. Like, I want to combine music and sobriety somehow. Like, what's missing? Um, you know, I want to help people who are struggling with addiction and all that stuff. And uh, I had this idea to sort of create some type of sober space, like a venue or something. And at the same time, I was, like, thinking about quitting my job. And, you know, you need to, like, have money to buy a building and all that stuff. <laughs> so I, um, I brainstormed more and more and... Um, I came up with swim effect, the name meaning sort of like, uh, you know, what happens if you keep swimming, um, sort of, uh, coming off of Andrew McMahon's song when he was in Jack's mannequin called swim. He sings about like, just feeling like you're drowning and, you know, just mm. keep your head above and, you know, swim for the brighter days and stuff like that. And that song has really been like a lifesaver for me for a lot of years. And, um, Say the name again. It's called Swim. Oh, just Swim. It's okay, literally, cool. yeah, just called Swim. It's off his uh, record with Jack's mannequin, called, Jack's mannequin called The Glass Passenger. Sorry, I had a brain fart. And uh, it was actually the record he wrote after he was in remission from cancer. Mm. Or okay. not, or yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Um, but so Swim Effect is sort of like, you know, what happens when you keep swimming you know you feel like you're drowning there's always a surface that surface that you can keep reaching for and mm. it'll be there like you'll reach it and um because in addiction you know you just addiction gets you alone you're isolated you're you don't feel like you can control anything you're sort of a slave to whatever substances that you crave so badly to make mm. yourself you know quote unquote feel better and you just don't feel like there's a way out um and even in sobriety like it can be difficult to not feel tempted and you know, even if you're not an addict, like depression, anxiety, like it's the, the hard things to deal with. So mm. that's sort of why I wanted, I, the, that's why the name came about, a swim effect. But what I've been wanting to do is really create more like uh, integrate, like I want to integrate sobriety into the music world and music venues. Because as a musician, I can never escape being around booze at the very least. You know, mm -hmm. we play shows in bars and venues that are bars. So um, I am currently, it's just, it's a blog right now and I'm working on, uh, partnering up with people around Pittsburgh to create sober events, um, and, uh, hopefully getting more sober or like NA sort of options at venues, mm. um, sort of working on a plan. Cause I know the venues, they make money off the bar, you know? Oh, big time. Yeah. So if there's a way that I can present to them to incorporate these things where they're still making money, it'll be a lot better for everybody. You know, venues already took a hit in the pandemic. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to take, mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to separate, like I'm not trying to change the industry and separate, like it is what yeah. it is. I want to mm -hmm. just incorporate a healthier sort of nightlife environment. And for people who maybe don't feel as strong when they're going out, they want to go to a concert, but they're sober and they're like, oh, I don't want to be around alcohol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel like 
they're not segregated. They're not isolated while they're there. And yeah. um, a big thing for me with that was having like a sober buddy. So my husband uh, never really never had any addiction problem. But when I got sober, he got got sober too. Like wasn't like the hugest change for him. But regardless, you didn't have to do that. So yeah. it's like a big thing for me. So anywhere I want to any any concert I want to go to or like we want to go to like if he's there I'm not alone like I'm not just not drinking and everyone else is or whatever and um my best friend my bandmate Alex um when I was in the common heart I was having kind of a hard time as I was newly sober and you know I didn't really know anybody and I, I wasn't mm. like afraid to say I was sober but I was still just newly experiencing just struggles like being in bars and sort of not being able to get away from them and yeah I was having a hard time and uh, Alex noticed and like asked what was going on and, you know, offered to stay sober with me on tour, which is like one of the nicest, kindest, most compassionate things probably like, you know, we didn't know each other very well. It was only after a few months. Yeah. So like, you know, when we go to concerts together, like if my husband Justin's not into the band or whatever and Alex and I go, mm -hmm. I have someone that isn't going to drink, you know, I'm, I'm not by myself. And that's like a huge. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I, it's strange. Like not strange, but it's amazing that how one person can really change like that whole thing. So I really would love to incorporate like a sober buddy mm. sort of pair up system through some effect for people too. That's like a really big thing that I'm trying to work on mm. yeah. how to do that. But that's, I, I really, the whole thing is just like providing healthier nightlife experiences for people, like making sure people, you know, they don't have to just cut off a really cool thing that they like to do. Um, whether you're a music lover or musician, um, I just want people to be able to experience music and art like as often as they can mm -hmm. and not have to feel like, you know, I'm making a healthy decision for me, which is good, but I'm also like missing out on, yeah, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's just, it's not a good environment for me to be in. So, yeah. I think you're onto something with the, uh, the sober buddy type thing yeah. though, because that's like a, that's a pretty strong, like a group mentality type thing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you get that, enabled, yeah. you know, if yeah. somebody, if I somebody mean, you're with is drinking, you're like, well... What do I hold in my hand? Like, right. right. Exactly. It's so awkward. What do you do with exactly. your hands? And then they're like, like, oh, you're not drinking? Like, oh, yeah. you know, what? And then you're if, not going to be yeah. fun or if something. If they're getting you know? silly, then you're just standing there and you're like yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it you're annoyed. I mean, you, you really have to be comfortable with like what you're doing and what yeah. you're choosing to do. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, I would love to, like, like I said earlier, like music being, the music industry being so like relationship based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really want like relationship based support. Even for mm -hmm. like touring bands, I'd love to like sponsor art, a sober artist or like shows or something like that. Like provide yeah. things for them while they're on tour. Even if it's like one person in the band is sober or all of them or whatever. Yeah. You know? It is a really hard. I mean, it's it's just all around hard to, to like, I mean, being on stage, you know. Yeah. I always have to. I mean, I don't really drink or anything, but. I have to have it like at least one or two beers yeah. before I go on. Well, liquid courage. I mean, yeah, exactly. That phrase it's didn't just, come out of nowhere. There's yeah, like that stereotype exactly. where like it's it, it's like yeah. you're not you know? holding right. anything when you're right. singing. You know, you're, it's so stark. Like if you're not, it, it keeps you in the mood a little bit. I mean, yeah, I yeah. So it's takes I, the edge I, off, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, totally. So it's it's I I commend you for staying sober Thank and you. you know being in bands because that's that's not an easy thing to no, do. No, it's not. And also, like you said about being in shows, because I was at I went to uh, I forget who it was. Somebody at um Thunderbird, some L.A. band or something came here. I don't know if anybody knows recently. Anyway, mm, yeah. I can't remember who it was, and I didn't really care because <laughs> I didn't want to see them. I was just there with my girlfriend. But um oh, because Surefire opened up for them. Oh, do you know Surefire? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, and um. 
what's it called? She loves them. She's like, she does takes pictures for them and stuff. So cool. she's like way into them. Yeah, but it was on like a Tuesday night and okay. I was just like not feeling it. And I couldn't drink. I just kind of like, I've been quitting smoking off and on for like 25 years. So I was like on a not smoking time. But she's like an alcoholic. So she just pounding drinks, yeah. you know what I mean? Because she's like 25 and she just drinks like insanely like a 25 year old <laughs> exactly but um so anyway i was there and everyone else it's all dark and everyone's drinking and i'm just like i was like miserable i'm just like feel out of it yeah, yeah i was like an outcast i i felt like i was like everyone else was like in some kind of groove and i was just stuck in this like spot you know what i mean it was just it's just yeah. bizarre like yeah i did not enjoy it so it's basically yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah <laughs> it's weird I've how been... that is it is it's but if I had someone else with me, then we could kind of like make fun of everyone yeah. else. And yeah, be like, for sure. <laughs> You're not alone. That's the whole yeah, thing. You're yeah. not alone. Look at all these assholes know? and we're, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm on board with that though. That's, you know. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very admirable. I've been experimenting more and more over the past couple of years with being, going for long stints of sobriety. Sober mm -hmm. curious, as mm -hmm. they say. So like <laughs> yeah. I see how long I can go without. And it's, it was really, really hard at first because like I, my family is like a drinking family. <laughs> and uh, so every family function or right. or whatever, every show we go to or whatever, it, mm. it's really hard in the beginning. And like the what's going going on in your body, like what's happening with right. the sugar detox and right. things like that. And it's a chemical. Sometimes yeah. you just want Definitely. sugar. You don't necessarily yeah. want the alcohol, but you don't right. know that in your brain. Yeah. Your body's yeah. just telling you. And uh, so it took me a while to not feel like oh i want i want a glass of wine or whatever in the evening mm -hmm. but now it's it's a lot easier i will say and i've been able to go out socially and go to shows and it's awesome i went out dancing one night and i didn't mm. have one drink which wow. i was like mm. everyone was like mm. yeah. super drunk there and i was like still <laughs> having a good time like yeah. dancing's fun no matter what right yeah but um yeah and the music was good it was mm. it was uh, a hyper bop dance night it's like a uh, there's this there's this girl um her name's paula she's a dj in in pittsburgh and she puts on different uh she's like different dj nights and where they have different music themes and stuff like that and they're really cool they're really interesting are they a, is that the brillo box yeah thing? she has brillo oh, okay. box she has bottle rocket cool uh, okay. but yeah i like the music so if you like the music you know sometimes yeah. that's a good distraction and you don't have to worry about what to do with your hands because you're dancing yeah you know? yeah <laughs> but uh, i think it's really admirable that you're doing that because Thanks. not only is it difficult to maintain your own focus in that area and like you know staying mm. away from what you want to stay away from but also to empower other people and to start something that inspires others is just i really respect that so yeah totally you a lot of luck with thank that. you do you yeah. have any kind of like website set up for that or you just have a blog you yes right now, i have but... a website um it's swimeffect.co and the blog is linked on there um instagram is at swim underscore effect s-w-i-m underscore e-f-f-e-c-t um so right now i'm just did you get the dot co because the dot com was like five thousand dollars? Someone <laughs> bought the dot com and was like, us. "Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to sell it for twelve hundred. And I'm like, "Well, I'm not buying it." Ours yeah, was like three thousand, so we were like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, yeah it was no. 3, what is that? It's not a real site. Or, or it was either three thousand or it was like eight dollars for like the the dot co or dot org or whatever. Well, like our dot com, we got we wanted yinsworld.com. Oh, you just oh, but I instead see, I see. we got 
Yensworldpodcast.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. Yensworld.com was like $15,000 or something, but Yensworld Podcast was like a <laughs> dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, did the, I did the .co because it was like $8. Yeah. 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 So it is .co for what – I don't really – I'm not like internet tech savvy like yes. really that much. I worked for an online ticketing company. I kind of should be. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just did .co. But, uh, no, it was easy can, to find. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it should be easy to find, I hope. But the blog's on there, and right now I'm just sharing my story sort of in bits and sort of sharing, like, music mm. playlists that sort of help me out. In Like, I, the blog I just did was called Comparison Anxiety, which is what, what I'm calling, like, seeing everything on social media and all these cool things people are doing that you want to do and just sort of making yourself really tiny and going down yeah. that sort of, like, well, I don't have that and, like, ugh, I can't reach this goal of this person when, like, we should just be, like, you know proud of and joyful for like people that we yeah. know that are like succeeding and social media isn't real life anyway yeah but it's just, so hard it's to not really go hard. through that like spiral it's of so just hard like, to not compare yourself man it's yeah like, and you're just like spinning wheels and mud sometimes you feel yeah. like and so you just compare and compare and compare i always see people so. they always have really nice kitchens on like social media did you ever notice that i bet you remodeled <laughs> yeah. kitchens dominate pinterest Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They rent. Meanwhile, we don't know that they rent out that kitchen for those scenes. Yeah, exactly. It's like a fake background or something. <laughs> Just like it's people. Staged. It's yeah. only two walls. Yeah. <laughs> like in the jets and you're like, oh, this person must be loaded. They're always posing in private jets. And it's like, it's, they rented it out for like an hour to pose in it. They paid like $1,000 to pose in it. I feel like yeah, that's why crazy. selfie museums were created. Like, like uh, uh, do you know like the Museum of Ice Cream or... What's the other one? Like Color Factory. There's none in uh -huh. Pittsburgh because we just like aren't a good market. But like it's yeah, basically like you just you you go to get professional. Like they're just like a room full of sprinkles. You get all dolled up or whatever. Uh -huh. like There's a selfie museum. That's like, is it called selfie museum? No, I'm asking. I oh, never yeah. heard of it. That's right what I dub them like selfie oh, music because okay. oh, people sure. like you know like just to get they YouTube, go there basically to get youtubers selfies. or like influencers yes. that's the word i'm looking for uh they'll just go and like get you know they'll bring a professional photographer and, <laughs> oh and yeah i've shit. seen them before yeah. i saw them at Lollapalooza. Mm -hmm. there were these two girls and everyone was like staring at them because all they were doing was like posing yep. for photos oh, in front all, of everybody that's all for like the yep. gram and shit it yeah. was like yeah. so crazy though that's definitely what <laughs> these weird, like man. museums are for i've been to color factory there's one in texas or something and it's cool but like it's just such a strange concept for me to think mm -hmm. like you bought a ticket and paid for a professional photographer to take photos of yeah. you to post online <laughs> yeah at a place that yeah i don't know weird that's bizarre man yeah. that whole that's that the whole mentality I bet, you, I bet you there's a kitchen museum that you can do <laughs> probably just a bunch of kitchens it's like just a, a great idea right like that mod is a good idea. kitchens yeah what are those you can just go to like home depot a... and like yeah, yeah, yeah like the uh the displays <laughs> or like yeah. ikea or something exactly <laughs> that's probably what people probably go to like ikea yeah. and shit and just take pictures there you could just go <laughs> I'm to start doing you that could just go to the history museum yeah or um what's that or uh what's it called uh the um the cathedral they have all those rooms yeah we the, took the nationality cathedral rooms. That, that one i can see right out the window right there the cathedral <laughs> yeah like they, pit yeah they have nationality yeah, rooms so I they're all different, like around the world um themes like there's a chinese room there's a cool Russian yeah, they're room. really cool yeah we've taken wow, no idea i've taken pictures did we take pictures there for our band uh for my wedding we kind of were around there but I don't, no, we no, didn't go in it. there for the band 
I think or I don't remember. I remember taking pictures there for, with hmm. somebody, but yeah, but there's they're really cool. So I if you ever have to take it. pictures, it's free. You can just go in. Interesting. There's a bunch of weirdos walking around. Cut all this the time. part out. <laughs> so she's the only one with that idea now, because otherwise everyone's gonna go pose in there. Very true. Very true. I'll just bleep out every time we say the cathedral. So. <laughs> I'm like the cathedral. What is that? Oh, pit. Right. Just yeah. like a real short. And there's a cabin right next to the cathedral. Did you ever see that? No. Yeah. That's where right. actually we it's took like the. It's like I've never uh, been to the pit campus, which is false. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Well, there's a little cabin. That's where we took the surefire pictures. The last ones we did. Cabin. There's just a little log cabin. It's like Stephen Foster's cabin. It's just sitting right next to the. Cabin. It's really cool. Cool. Yeah. So some good ideas for you if you ever have to. Yeah. <laughs> Analyze the photos. Yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. One time I go. tried to get uh, Bloom Ride Fantasy to be able to shoot a do, a, do a photo shoot in the cactus room at Phipps. I was like, that would make an awesome background for us. Yeah, and, you have to um, pay like a thousand dollars. Yeah, they probably weren't into that unless you paid well, a lot. Yeah, yeah, they were like, we well, sure, you can do it for this amount of money. And I was like, do you know how much, how little you money just, we're making just right now? an entrance ticket. <laughs> yeah. That's what we, we did like, that with, when I was in the band with Dan a long time ago, his mom just... Because she's a photographer, so we yeah. just went in and just took pictures and just left. I mean, I was trying to do the right thing by oh, <laughs> asking permission because I don't want to get sued or something yeah. afterwards, you know, or have them be like, mm. "Oh, take these photos down after Chris spent like an hour editing them." <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. They're scouring the internet for like <laughs> yeah. illegally or not illegally, but unapproved. Yeah. I'm sure they do that. The 80 year old woman who runs the uh, the uh, they've got an alert. Yeah, I've got an alert. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're at it again. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, is there anything that you'd like to mention that we didn't talk about? I don't think so. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to use those SFX photos. I can talk about that. Oh, the special. But if you effects. don't want to use those, we don't have to. What are they? Wait, yeah, what? she sent some uh, really. Really cool eccentric pics of um, special effects them? makeup, like uh, an artist. Did you do it? No. This. Like, oh wait, let me see. Real quick. Oh. Oh wow. No, I just really love Halloween, mm-hmm. and a wow, friend of mine cool, also dude. really loves Halloween. She does SFX stuff. That's amazing. And have you uh, sent those off also? Uh, yeah, I sent yeah, the skull I have, and. I I'll send them to you, Chris. They're in the drive, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I don't know what other ones I sent. We did three. We've done three videos. But oh, uh, you do videos with it? Yeah. So basically, um, I'm super obsessed with Halloween. It's like my favorite holiday, and um, I wanted to cover this song. This is actually so funny. It's it's sung by Christina Aguilera, and it's for the it was for the newer like Pixar Adams Family, and it's called Haunted Heart. And I was like, I want to have Tara come in and do some like special effects sort of inspired thing by the song that Alex and I would cover and film it and then just post it just for fun. Yeah. That's cool. I would love to be turned into something spooky all the time. (laughs) So, uh, we filmed one haunt. We, we like redid it covered haunted heart and filmed Tara turning me into this, like sort of like part skull kind of paint. And then, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Valentine's day. This was the other like non Halloween one we did. Uh, so <laughs> I had her turn me into a cyborg uh, <laughs> for like the next one because I was watching House. I don't know if you guys ever watched House. Oh, yeah. The show House? Yes. Oh, yeah. And I really wanted to cover Teardrop by Massive Attack. And I was like, well, I don't like Valentine's Day. House 
doesn't know what love is. So let's ter- like ter- <laughs> her name's. If you want to follow really cool SFX makeup, it's terrifying FX. Uh, her name's Tara Frail. Um, so we she turned me into a cyborg and we covered teardrop and I was like, this is the anti love video <laughs> inspired by <laughs> Doctor House. And then the Halloween one the next year. I wrote a song, Alex and I wrote a song called The Lonely Widow, sort of based around this white lady folklore, um, Mm. depending on sort of where you look up the origin, it can turn into very different stories that can get gorier and gorier, um, based on this woman who was, you know, in love and the man was in love with her, so she killed the woman that he was in love with, or whatever. Like, it can be, it can go anyway, you know, uh, like a woman scorned acting on it. And uh, so she sort of created me into this like diamond studded skull and um i had sort of like this i want to say 1800s inspired like sort of dress on but not like i didn't go that hardcore i thrifted it <laughs> on thread up but um <laughs> and we we film all we film her doing the whole thing and you sort of speed it up and then we take professional photo uh, my uh, my friend julie Kalbaugh. um i'm sorry julie if i butchered your last name i've actually never said it out loud um she does all the photos for it we have her come and take professional photos for the whole thing and then do like post shots after and it's just mm-hmm. a, like a fun project i just love doing a, i love makeup fun. and so does his girlfriend too we'll post some on our yeah. instagram yeah, so the listeners yeah. can yeah. see what she's talking about they're really cool yeah they're fun and tara's phenomenal it's just like yeah i don't know a goal in life for me is to just have fun yeah <laughs> hey, dude, you know so like i'm like hey do you want to like turn me into something while alex and i like do a song about it and, yeah makeup's <laughs> a good art form you know yeah yeah it's all sure another all extension of somewhere yep creativity and it's fun so yeah. fun those videos are all on youtube on a, on the analyze youtube oh nice yeah okay, we'll do cool. another, we'll we'll do another one this too. year so i don't know what we're doing oh i do know what we're doing yet but it'll be a surprise yeah, <laughs> i already wrote the song <laughs> all right. is it the monster mash no it is a monster it's, <laughs> it's gonna be less pretty <laughs> like some of these videos like they're sort of like tragically pretty um, really. <laughs> but like this one is not going to be I, Tara's going to turn me into a monster and I can't wait <laughs> that's awesome um, so before we go I just want to comment that in this lighting and I don't know if anybody has ever told you this but you really are a dead ringer for Cheryl Crow right now really? Yes. no one else ever told me that and I took a I couple pics that, so yeah. that I can send it to you oh yeah cool it's amazing it's uncanny I like yeah. it yeah my favorite Cheryl Crow song is her Bond song I don't know a lot of her music, so... I, don't I didn't really know she had it. one. She does a Bond song, and you would never think... Like, it doesn't sound like traditional Sheryl Crow. It's, nice. I was going to say, that, that doesn't bad, seem like somebody like, who would do a Bond... You know what I mean? She's exactly. kind of, like, country-ish, like... It's yeah. great, and I can't remember hmm. which one it is, but it's awesome. Chris, what's your favorite Sheryl Crow song? The one about... Um, crows i don't know <laughs> i can't think of any no i can't think of any cheryl crow i Wait. shall believe or the first cut is the deepest oh, uh, all yeah. i want to do is i know the singles all you know they were on like now that's three. all i know yeah <laughs> i like exactly. can't cry anymore i think it's a really vocally good song i like what you did with kid rock yeah wow like mm. later picture no i'm kidding i don't like yeah sure i did that, that one not to offend anybody who likes that at a college open I mic one time telling me that with a guy and uh, yeah, because it's a good like duet. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Even if I'm not really a big Kid Rock fan. I like Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss Kid. Like, that was cool. That, that was amazing. Was a jam, dude, I really day. loved that. <laughs> it really did. The Cowboy song, though, I've hated that song. What's the Cowboy song? It's always on. I can't even remember. Is that the one where like, he takes baby? Oh, what's the one where he takes uh, <laughs> Warren? Is it he takes uh, 
Does he take Werewolves of London? Oh, and it's oh, like yeah. Sweet, yeah. Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is that all about? That's weird. More, <laughs> like, more, why uh, is Werewolves of London in yeah, there it's too? Yeah, like, it's like a rap song or something because it has like all the different. Yeah. Warren yeah. Zevin's like rolling over in his grave. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Warren Zevin? I thought it was Zevon. I have no idea. I thought it was Zevon. See, that's another yeah, name I've know. never said out loud. I've only read it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you all a question? Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite Bond song? Hmm. I'm not an expert on Bond songs. I like View to a Kill just because I love Duran Duran. That was a good one. Yeah, and so that movie was awesome. We too. watched. Is that is a View to a Kill with a uh, Dalton or no? He's licensed to. Oh yeah, no. It's... Is that Dalton Duran Duran? Timothy Dalton's Bond. No, he's... it's Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Okay, so he must be a View to a Kill. I think uh, isn't um. There's the bad guy in that. I think it's is it Christopher Walken? Yeah. That, okay. So that's Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. We just went through all of the Bonds like two years oh, ago, wow. and <laughs> like really lot. dissected like all the songs. Oh, cool! That that's a good like idea. A fun, There's a lot of really yeah. cool dissected meaning. Like my husband and I listened to the intro, and then we're like, we really like that song, or we really don't. <laughs> but um, there's probably a playlist. Shirley Bassey has all the really good ones, like she, the old school, like Goldfinger, or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I think that's her shoot. But yeah, I forgot. Duran Duran has one, and uh, is it Garbage has one? Oh, uh, maybe. And then. Nice. Uh, is it Chris There's Cornell does one? U2 one, I think, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. They're all, they're all cool, but they're all so, they can be so different. I still yeah. think Skyfall is is pretty good. Who's like, is that the Billie modern? Eilish? No, that's Adele. Oh, oh, like, oh sorry. Yeah, I don't like Adele. Billie Eilish's as much. <laughs> it sounds similar because it's like mostly strings, I think. So uh-huh. Billie Eilish does a Bond The new song? one. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. There's like one uh. note, like the, you know, because she's very like, uh, yeah, she's like monotone. Ish. Yeah, she's yeah, like, like low singing monotone or yeah. like low tempo, but yeah, like, yeah. and then there's one part where it's like soaring, and uh, it, I mean it's 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 good for cinematic effect. Oh, uh, I've I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but other than that part, I'm, I'm... like I feel like yeah. Cheryl Crow probably does like Tomorrow Never Dies, like uh, Pierce Brosnan or something. I can't remember, mm. but it's good. You should check it out. Nice. <laughs> Very random. I have a, yeah, I can't remember any. Other songs. That's no, weird. We'll, we'll have to check out a Bond playlist after this. Yeah, have to do that. <laughs> you probably but, know more than you think. Yeah. Probably they're probably huge hits. Madonna, Die Another Day. Madonna, really? Wow. Die Another Day. That was a great one. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. Sort of like not ro- electronic, kind of. Her like voice her, is a little manipulated. She was in like a uh, kind of like um, raver stage for a while. Kind yeah. of in there a little. Austin bit. Powers. Yeah, like Austin Powers, like all that. Yeah, yeah I like that stage. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. We've enjoyed talking with you, learning about your music and uh, about Swim Effect. Wishing you like so much luck with everything and uh, consider you a new friend now. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had a blast. Can I borrow some money now that we're friends? <laughs> <laughs> I might have a quarter that because like we don't use meters for parking here. Anymore. I'll take it. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's been great though. Yeah, you're very had a great time. Very fun conversation, for sure. Go check out her music, and uh, what's the um? Once again, what's the uh, website for the swim fan again? Oh, swim fan. That's <laughs> Wait, a movie. I was gonna say, yeah, that's isn't like that a, a what's her name? A really bad movie. <laughs> swim fan. Yeah. Why uh, did I even think of that? That's so bizarre. Know. <laughs> swim is probably more common of a word than people maybe realize. Yeah. Swim effect. S w i m e f f e c t dot co. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Over and out, Jens. All right, see Jens later.